Welcome to the Life Podcast. We're so glad that you're joining us for another hope-filled message. We pray that you're encouraged by this powerful word from our Sunday service. I'm excited because I want to share a message. And before I do, it's great. We've got a team with us. We've got a panel today to have Chelsea Graveson. Welcome. Great to have you here. Great to be here. And uh, Luke De Jong. Luke, great to have you with me. Thank you, Pastor Paul. Great to be here also. And uh, we're looking forward to sharing around this whole topic and subject on lasting foundations. I think with what is happening in the world, we would all agree, no matter where we find ourselves, that uh, foundations are so important when you experience the unexpected. When you go through things that you wonder how it's all gonna turn out. But I'm thankful that we've got a God that is ahead of time, a God that is in control. And I think one of the most important qualities, if we are gonna build an overcoming life, is to recognise that we need to establish deep and lasting foundations. Because when things happen that are unexpected, as I'm saying, it's easy to begin to question if you don't have your foundations strong. Uh, I have often, always, without excuse, talked about the wonder of vision. The fact that if you don't have a vision for your life, you can live very empty, live very much according to the currents that come your way. I've also shared a lot about the strength that comes from hope or a belief-filled heart so that when opposition happens, you've got this hope that lifts you beyond that. But today I wanna talk really, or we're gonna have some discussion around the security of true foundations. When you get your foundations right, because your foundations are gonna determine how you stand when you are in a storm. Foundations are gonna determine the strength or the size of the building, even in terms of your own life that you can build. And Paul was someone in the New Testament that I love to think about how he was feeling because he always talked about his focus was the purpose of God. His, his true tenure of life was to know God and to make Him known. And he actually said in 1 Corinthians 3 and verse 10, that he said, I have laid the foundation and because of the foundation of my life, other people can build on that. I've often thought, I wonder if my life has the strength of foundations that could weather any storm, but even be the strength of a foundation for others to be able to step up onto. And all of us know that when you build a foundation, that's not easy. Uh, I've often in, I love practical things in building things, come to realise when you wanna build a house, the foundation is the most important and it's the hardest work. To go deep cost you something. But 1 Corinthians 3 verse 11, this is what Paul says. Remember this, that there is no other foundation that anyone can lay, but that which was laid, and that is Jesus Christ. That's powerful to me. The thought that I can do everything, but if I don't have my foundation, Jesus Christ, everything that comes to me is gonna cause cracks to appear, right. is gonna cause me to question what's around me. And then he goes on and he says, now if anyone builds on this foundation with gold and silver, precious stones, wood, hay and straw, then he was basically saying, don't let your foundation be on human security because you can't predict what that's gonna look like in the future. 
And for all of us today with COVID and with everything else that's happening, there's so many people that are feeling anxious and feeling unassured. I wanna encourage you today. Jesus Christ as the bedrock, let me say that again, the bedrock of where we stand becomes the incredible platform of peace and strength. Uh, Verse 13 of 1 Corinthians 3, each one's work, says Paul, will become clear because the day will declare it. And I was thinking about that as I was preparing. Right now, maybe you're feeling shaken. Well, this day is declaring for all of us really the strength of our own foundation. And if we feel shaky, then God's not there pointing the finger. He's saying, build a deeper foundation because everything will be revealed by fire and test all of the work of who we are and what we do. If anyone's work is built on it and it endures, and really he's talking about being built on Jesus, they're gonna receive a reward. And so today I wanna kind of have a bit of feedback. Chelsea, you're younger than me. That is true, just a little bit younger though. (laughs) And you know, often in our youth, I was thinking about, we often don't think about foundations. We don't think too much even about the future. We live in the now. How important is it for you in your love of God and your walk with God to have a foundation that's deep? I think you're so right, Pastor Paul. I think as young people, we're extremely transient. We don't like to commit to anything. We like to say, I'll worry about that when I get older. And I think for myself, the more that I go through life and journey, I've really realised that I need to establish the right foundation for my life, that the time is now to actually say, God, I wanna follow Your Word. I wanna follow Your principles. And I don't wanna be swayed by other people's opinions. And I think for me, really from a young age, I knew that I had to build my life on the foundation of God and on His Word and actually really believe that God was gonna use me and that I didn't wanna waste the time that I had now. So it is really important to me and important to come back to God's Word rather than feel led by other people. Which is a big thing because basically society says, just live for the now, live for you. Don't think about uh, too much more than that. But right now, when you get a shaking around you, if you don't have that kind of understanding that there's only one rock that doesn't move and that's Jesus, it's a big thing. Um, For you, Luke, uh, again, a little older than Chelsea, quite a lot younger than me. That makes me feel very old, in fact. But uh, I I think, you know, you have been somebody that always is kind of paying the price up front for something you desire down the track. That pre-preparation when it comes to foundations, how does that look like? Yeah, I I think preparation means, like you've always said, it is better to respond, not react in a moment. I think preparation gives you, gives us the license to be able to activate that. That when you actually prepare for something, I, I, I don't like to be someone that uh, prepares for the worst, so to speak, but to actually have pre-thought about what could be the outcome here, challenging or victorious, I can prepare my life in such a way that when it comes, I'm at a point where I can actually respond to the moment rather than react to the moment. And I think foundations, when you know you're standing on something that is solid, as you said, as God's Word says, then you can actually be prepared to respond in a healthy way rather than have to react in a moment of haste because these are pretty uncertain times and we're in a crazy place as a, as a world, as a globe. Uh, but when you have got yourself to a place of a sure foundation and you've prepared for whatever may come, you can actually respond rather than react. 
It's a big thing here in New Zealand. I've mentioned this before, but Christchurch had a major shaking that destroyed basically all of Christchurch nearly. And uh, they've rebuilt and are in the process of finally building Christchurch again, but it's built in a completely different way. Foundations have been exposed that couldn't handle the unexpected. In our own lives, it's the same. And thinking about that today, I want to encourage everyone that feels like they have been shaken and are in a place of vulnerability to go, you know what? It's not what happens to you that's important. It's where you build on. And that thought of building on Christ. Uh, Three things that I would like to just underscore today that if we are to build lasting foundations that will last through anything, then I think the first thing is that they are based in relationship. Uh, when you go through a trial, when you go through something which takes something that's important from you, often the human response is, well, I might've lost my job, but thank God I've still got my friends and family. And I think relationships are how we were designed by God to live. And that's the most important thing that we have is people that we're connected to and family is most important. And today I wanna basically challenge as well as encourage you is, how much of a relationship are you currently or do you currently have with Jesus? Not just as a belief system, not just as a church attendance mode. No, this is the God that created everything that loves us, that died for us and wants to be known by us. Because if we don't have the depth of relationship, we won't have a lasting foundation. And it's so interesting that when shaking comes, how many people kind of run? The question is, who are we running to? Or what are we running to when the share market crashes or maybe we have gone through a business closure? Who do we run to? Do we run to crisis and anxiety and fear and man, this will never recover? Uh, Some time ago, we were doing some foundations for a site and uh, straight away, the first thing you do about unknown ground is to do a core test. What they do is they drill into the ground to see what is lower down because that's gonna determine what you can build on it. I think in our own walk with God, sometimes we need to do a core test and just check what is it built on? Just kind of a belief in the mind or do we know Him? Because when we know Him, it's kind of like, we'll get through this. God's got it, we can see it. And we know that God is the key to everything. Paul writes this in 2 Timothy 1.12. He was in prison at the time and he said, for this reason, I'm suffering these things. He said, I know that there's an enemy that hates God's plan. And I know, in fact, the Bible is filled with exhortation of going, it's not gonna get easier before Jesus comes. It's gonna get tougher. But for this reason, I suffer these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed. Here it is. I know whom I have believed. Not I know about or I sing a hymn on Sunday, they're all great things to do, but do we know Him? God wants us in this time of shaking to build a foundation that is in relationship. I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that He is able to keep that which I've committed to Him right up until the end. Wow, that sense of relationship, maybe some discussion about that, you know, through COVID, how important is even when we lose church, here we are online again, again, we're in the Pacific, we're on Shine, we're ACC, all connected there in Melbourne. You've been in lockdown for some time. For you, Chelsea, how important is your relationship with Jesus? 
It really is the most important relationship that I could ever have. And I think that even as I look at my marriage, I'm married to an amazing man uh, called Josh and he can support me, he can love me, but truly my relationship with God even becomes before him. And I think what it comes back to me, what it comes back to for me is that God is constant, that he never changes. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. And that when situations come our way, if we put our trust, if we put our hope in other relationships, they can support us to an extent, but actually they're gonna end letting us down. Whereas God never lets us down. And I always come back to that for myself, that I wanna build into my relationship with God. Again, not just coming to church on a Sunday, but actually that personal intimate relationship with God where I am going to Him as my supply. Even for you, Luke, you're brought up, of course, under mum and dad, and I'm dad, and uh, yeah, no choice of church. So you could have turned out being very much a religious response person because you had to do it. You had no choice. You're going to live under our roof. You're going to be in church. But how would you speak to others and say, hey, you know, if we don't have that personal relationship with Jesus, we're not going to last the storms. Yeah, and I think that's, uh, that's, that's the challenge, right? Is it's a personal relationship. And I've grown up in church and, and heard it preached. Maybe you yourself do church, so to speak, but you would say you have a personal relationship with Jesus, but it's in these moments that you actually discover how personal it really is. And I think that's the challenge for us all is where we run to, as you said, will determine in the storms of life. I've got three young kids and their storms look like someone taking their toy or getting more cake than the other person or whatnot. And when their storm arises, what do they do? They run straight to dad and they Dad, <laughs> and they come to me because they know there's a security in knowing dad will make a decision that dad can get me through this, whether I'm going to like that decision or not. Dad's there. And, uh, you know, I, found, I find uh, some comfort, I guess, and some encouragement in times like this out of Isaiah 41 verse 10, where it says this, don't be afraid for I am with you, God speaking. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and I will help you and I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. I think we can take courage just like little kids do in running to the Father. We say God is our Father, but it's in these moments that we can actually go to Him and get strengthened to get encouraged, to not live in a dismay because God is in control and He will always uplift us with a victorious hand. But the decision comes personally for us, as you said, not corporately in a faith. Yeah, that's, that's very insightful. Uh, for me, I know that when the what fails, the what could be, you know, the promise of a great job or my wage packet or what I believed was going to come my way. When that fails, it's interesting that we are often in our humanity confront, confronted with the why. It's not like, well, well why is this all happening? Because once the what is taken. But I think we're talking about relationship. Uh, we've got to come to the whom are we building our lives on? And that's the relationship with Jesus. All of us get to make a decision about that. You can be very religious, but not have no or little relationship with Jesus. But that's what matters most. When the shaking happens, if you wanna build a lasting foundation, it's gotta be built, as Paul wrote, upon Jesus. That's Him and Him alone. I would say with that, in fact, there's a great verse, Isaiah 33, verse six. Listen to this. In that day, God will be your sure foundation, providing a rich store of salvation, wisdom and knowledge because the fear of the Lord will be your treasure. 
And it's not like, well, I'm scared of God. No, it's the awesomeness of God. You'll be exposed to how big God is in concerning what seems big to you and you will be able to realise that's where your treasure lies. Lasting foundations are based in relationship. Second thought would be this, is that lasting foundations are built in responsibility. Uh, you, you don't get a foundation on an altar call. You, you don't get it just because you're attending church. You get a foundation because you're prepared to pay the price. As I said, if you do that core sample and really there's not good soil or rock down there, you're gonna have to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And sometimes when we find ourselves spinning out by something that's happened to us, it's just like God saying, you gotta go deeper and pay the price for it. Because over years of working with people, so many people spin out of control when the crisis hits. Uh, all of us are human, so we all feel the crisis, but how far you spin out of control really represents the price that is needed to be paid to get your foundation on the rock. And we can't just have this segmented belief. Well, we're a believer in God. Here in Auckland, years ago, I loved, I loved buildings. So I loved walking through the city when the Sky Tower was being built, the highest building here in Auckland. And uh, its antenna reaches 328 metres high. And of course, walking past as it was in construction phase, it was like, man, this is a big hole. Obviously, it's gonna be a big building. Well, they discovered that to support the height of the building, they would build it on eight legs. So eight, again, poles that would go into the ground and they drilled those eight legs into 16 foundational piles that went 12 metres into sandstone. Not to reach sandstone, but into sandstone. And they realised that even though there was rock there, it needed the depth and the commit, committed work, literally the discipline of going deep down. Uh, I think a lot of people bail out and kind of find themselves scattered in the storm and the unexpected because they haven't paid the price. So again, let's have some discussion about that, Luke. Just a thought about how do we or how have you been committed when you don't have to build it? It's easy to build a house just on anything until the storm comes. Uh, what do you personally or what have you had to do and continue to have to do to make sure you're going into that bedrock? Yeah, I think it's, it's evaluating in every season of life what it's going to take to keep going deeper. Uh, I think you can go on a certain track for a certain time, but then life happens, whether it's something unexpected like the season we're in or whether it's something quite natural like getting married or starting a family and the dynamics change. And it's almost like everything was going easy or I'd figured that out and then I hit a rock. And much like tree roots that keep going deeper, they find a new way to keep going deep, not stopping at the challenge of what is. And I think in these times, it's an opportunity for us to actually really take stock of our personal relationship and say, it was good for that season. But in times like these, it reveals whether we're actually still going deeper or we parked and we settled in what we knew. And I think in my own life, I'm 34 years old now and it's been awesome to have the strength of what I've grown up in and awesome over the last season of time. But as life gets bigger and life gets crazier, as you said, it's from a biblical point of view, not necessarily getting easier, that I've got to get more assured. Uh, and, and I guess the picture for me is 
when you're walking on a concrete bridge, there's no sense of, I hope this doesn't break. It's almost like you can run over that thing. But when you walk on one of those wobbly bridges, even on a school playground, it's like, oh, I gotta watch where I'm stepping. And I think the moment our lives feel like we're walking on eggshells, so to speak, is the moment there's a revelation. I gotta do something about getting my roots deeper. And so that may be pushing in further, as cliche as it is, to reading God's Word, finding different ways to do that, different moments to do that, actually, you know, for me personally, it's been awesome in this last season to say, you know what, every time I'm in my car, I'm turning the radio off and I'm turning worship on. And it may not be for any other reason than to surround the atmosphere of my life into a place where I can get encouraged by my spirit to go deeper in God. So I think it's just evaluating in these times how deep we actually are and making decisions to go deeper in different ways. It's an amazing thing in these times, uh, how many conspiracy theories there are. Uh, you're hearing all kinds of things of this was, you know, this is this and this. The enemy is at work. But when, you, when you've paid the price to get deep enough, it's kind of like, well, even if that's true, God's in control. Um, Chelsea, speak to, the, speak to all of us today about what you do and continue to do. Because I, I observe clearly, and none of us are perfect, but you have an ability to stand up in the midst of pretty severe winds. And you just seem to be strong in the Lord. What should we be doing? You know, I think for me, Pastor Paul, I've really learned that whatever I invest into my life, whatever I'm being intentional about is eventually gonna flow out of me, whether that's good or bad. And so with that revelation, I've said to myself, I'm gonna choose to actually be really intentional about the people that are investing into me, the thought life that I have, uh, the situations that I'm putting myself in, because I know then when crisis hits, that's gonna flow out of me. And that's gonna be the foundation that really I uh, live out of. And so I think, for me, even going into the lockdown season, it was very natural to feel extremely overwhelmed. There's a whole bunch of people, especially on social media, who are panicking or feeling anxiety or, or fear of the future. And I think as I really took a step back, I realised because of what I had intentionally invested into myself, especially when it came to people, I think for me, I've surrounded myself with the right people and people who speak life and encouragement into me and who really... Uh, encourage me to keep pursuing God. And because of those people in my life, I knew the people I could turn to. And especially as we went into lockdown and there was that sort of, oh, should I be fearful? Should I be anxious? I knew one, that I could trust God, that my hope was in Him and I had been building that relationship with Him. But two, actually, I reached out to the right people. And I think that's really important as we think about investing into our lives and thinking about the foundation that we're building our life on. It does actually come back to people as well. Are you having the right voices that, that are gonna speak into your life so that when you come into a storm, yes, God is your absolute number one and He is your constant, but you also have the right people who are gonna support you in that. Yeah. It's so good and it's, it's not wrong. Maybe today you're feeling very much that, uh, you know, I was kind of like, I feel like I'm out of control. I feel like I'm shaking as much as the shaking is concerned, but let it be something that draws you to a point where you're gonna go, I'm gonna get the right people around me. I'm gonna go to God's Word. I'm gonna turn the radio off and the worship music on. I'm gonna say, God, I need to know you more than anything else. And I'm gonna pay the price for that. Don't forget whatever you want in life that's truly valuable is gonna cost you. And uh, Jesus was pretty straight uh, in Matthew 7 and verse 21. He, he basically was saying, you realise that foundations are your responsibility. 
I think that's why Paul says, I have laid the foundation. Uh, your pastor can't do that for you. Even your spouse can't do that for you. You need to lay the foundation. He says this, this is Jesus speaking in verse 21. Not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But it's the one that does the will of my Father. It's this thought of foundations are our responsibility. You've got to work at it. They're built relationally. They're not built in religion. They're built in a pursuing of finding your life standing on a rock. Therefore, he says, whoever hears these things of mine and does them. What are the things that we've always said that we need to do in our relationship with God and in the kingdom? I'll liken that one that does them to a man who builds his house on the rock. And then the rains descended, COVID came, the floods came, I lost my work. The winds blew and beat on that house and it did not fall because it was founded on the rock. But everyone that hears these sayings of mine is in church every week, but never does anything about them is like a foolish man who builds the house. The houses look the same until the winds come. He builds that house but he builds it on the sand. The rains descend, the floods come, the shaking happens, the winds blow and beat on the house and it falls and great is its fall. Uh, if you've ever seen the Tower of Pisa, uh, which was built by the way, back in 1173, it's called the Leaning Tower of Pisa. And the reason for that is interesting because five years into the build, it began to lean. And then in 19, uh, 1990, which is only what just over 10 years or 10 years ago, they decided they were gonna do some restoration because it was leaning so far, they were worried about it falling. Many years, it lived on a tilt and they poured in $25 million to get it right. It was closed for 10 years. It's been closed for 10 years. And people say, well, what was the problem? Was it a bad design? Was it poor workmanship? Was it an inferior grade of marble? No, the problem was the sandy soil on which the city of Pisa was built and it was not stable enough to support the monument of that size. I think in our own lives, we've got to realise and secure that tough times are coming. The enemy is at work. Before Jesus returns, that's what we learn life is gonna be like. So we've gotta learn, build relationally if you want a lasting foundation. Build in the sense of paying the cost of making the changes, whatever they're necessarily. Why? Because last, lasting foundations are based in relationship, but they're built in our responsibility. Yeah. The final thought would be this, is that lasting foundations are bonded in a understanding of trust. See, when I know God and when I pay the price to do whatever is necessary to build a right foundation, then I find that I'm able to trust God. I make a decision about trusting Him. And maybe trust is not at an all time high for you, but trust have the, has these forerunners of, of relationship equity and active responsibility, but it's something that's deeper than that. And Romans 15 verse 13 is a great scripture which says, may the God of hope, love that, Paul speaking again, fill you with all joy and peace. Here it is, as you trust Him. Maybe today you just need to make a decision. The God that you believe in or have believed in, the God 
that created the universes and keeps it in tension is able to be trusted. Because you're not gonna have a lasting foundation if you don't trust Him, have a relationship with Him and do the work to get rid of all of the other stuff that you're building your life on and make Him the foundation and the rock. Then He says, so that by the Holy Spirit, you may overflow in hope. If you've lost your hope, don't, uh, sorry, if you've lost your hope, don't hit yourself with a stick, but go, no, I'm gonna recognise that my joy and my peace is linked to my trust in Him. And that decision of trust frees us all to go, you know, we can get through this. We will get through this. Melbourne, we're gonna get through this and we're gonna come out stronger people. Come on, everyone on Shine today, you're gonna turn out stronger, a better person if you go deeper and you decide that whatever it takes, your trust is gonna be in God. It was J.K. Rowling that said these words and uh, he was a great author. He said, you realise rock bottom becomes the solid foundation on which I rebuilt my life. (laughs) So if you feel like it's all being taken, if you feel very much alone today, you're never alone because there's a God that gets you. But that God also wants a dependency as I began with that Paul had, a full commitment to doing it God's way that caused him to go, you know what? I'm in prison. I've been in prison for years. Doesn't really matter. God's got it and God's got me. And I think here in New Zealand, you know, we again are back in lockdown in Auckland and anything could happen in the future, but it's really not what comes to us. It's what we stand on. What is our foundation and who we are? The New Living Translation in Proverbs 10.25 says, when the storms of life come, the wicked are whirled away. Or could I say those that are distant from God go into a tailspin, but the godly have a lasting foundation. Thanks for listening to this podcast. We trust that you were encouraged by this powerful message. You always have a place to call home here at Life. And we invite you to join us for our Sunday services at any of our Auckland campuses. If you're not in Auckland, then check us out, Church Online, wherever you are in the world. Just head to lifenz.org or download the Life app to stay connected and find out more.